millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to episode 471 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How you going, Glenny? Oh, oh sorry, Zed. How you, you going, ask, fellas? When you ask Jay how he is. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. Don't you care I, about I, Jay? Yeah, I, no. No, no, no. I, no, I, I just don't care. care more about okay. you. I don't know what. Okay. That's a bit rude, you're, the, you're, you're, you're the only... No, no, I worded that poorly. Yes, you did. You were the only team that didn't have a massive win on the weekend. <laughs> so I was checking in on your mental Mate. health. I because I know that, that my Jay happiness should not be tethered <laughs> to the performance of my football team. And, and yet somehow it is. <laughs> Sadly, I didn't learn very well. So, <laughs> What a pack of cunts. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that. I'll tell you, I'm frothed off this week at a bigger pack of cunts. <laughs> frothed off. Oh, please. This week, who is it? Is it footy related? Everyone. No. Just oh, everyone. The general the fucking population of disgusting, grubby fucking animals. What's happened? I'm sick. Again. Still. Not again. No. No, 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 no. Still. Again. Again. When did you get better? So it was a fortnight ago. Yeah. And now again. So for two fucking glorious years, people were told to sanitize their hands and wash them often and stay home if you're feeling sick. Mm. and wear fucking masks if you're sneezing and coughing all over the place, and there wasn't a fucking head cold or, or flu to be had. None of it. Still hasn't been. I have ducked it. It's been in my house twice, and I've still ducked yeah. it. But, unbeatable. And I'm pointing my finger firmly at these lazy fucks that send their kids to school when they're sick. Oh, well, that's, look, that's, that's, a... that's how this fucking shit is <laughs> in my house. That's a tale. That's, that, that is the tale as old as time, though, right? Yes. And I can only assume they are all Parramatta fans. Potentially. Yeah. Well, well definitely, you know, we need- definitely not the fucking Blakely family because my oldest kid has had two out of the last fucking three weeks off sick. And, um, and like he- a normal person, you keep him within the confines of your house. Correct. And look, I get no protest from him, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, but, mine's the same. Um, yeah, a week with, a week with COVID... And then a week at school, and then a week with fucking rhinovirus. He's gone back this week, still coughing like a fucking seal at all times. But the doctor said the cough is, is you're not you're not contagious. There's nothing we can do about it. You just have to write it out. There's nothing worse than that though in this current climate though, right? Yeah. I mean, S is the same. And like you go after the thing, you know, and like we're doing you know, these school musicals and shit in the weekend, and um. Yeah, it gets you as a cough, and you're just like, and people are just like, oh my yeah, god, exactly, <laughs> <Your> coronavirus. <laughs> and um, yeah, and as anyone from my first stint in the show might remember, 
the days of Jackson with chest issues and and barking fucking coughs bring back some oh, and the, pretty and croup and shit pretty like that, fucking yeah. painful memories. So he's it's um, funny. It feels so it feels so long ago now that yeah, period like yeah. for for us as well because Killer was exactly the same mm. and like every every year in winter yeah. around this time exactly this we, time. we'd either be getting the doctor would either be showing up. Or we'd have to put throw him in an ambulance. Yeah, he was an ambulance. And that happened yeah, every year, at least once a year for about five or six years, I reckon. Yeah, same. Man, fucking glad those days are over. I just remember, like, he was, like, getting, during his week off with, with rhinovirus, he was, like, would cough until, like, he was, like, almost gasping for, for yeah. air and, like, f- gagging, like, f- almost throwing up, like yeah, mm. Jay is right now. <laughs> <laughs> like you say, I'm the sick mute, again. Mute, You've had button. that cough for the last two years straight. No, <laughs> that's an awful thing. It's not. It's not been far off, brother. Because <laughs> that uh, explosive cough is it's something to behold. Watching it happen over the over the Skype, so. it certainly is. Yes, but anyway, it's it's a shit time of year, and it's a shit time of uh, of. Any you know of history to to be fucking coughing in public or sneezing? Oh, I don't know. I reckon whenever the Black Plague was around, says hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably putting its hand up. That's probably shit up. <laughs> Good right. times. I'm talking about footy. Let's. Round fourteen has just been and gone, and uh, let's go through the games. The first one, uh, of course, was uh, a Friday night match. With the North Queensland Cowboys 31 defeating the Dragons 12 uh, up there at the abattoir. And uh, the Cowboys tries to drink water. Hiku, Robson, Taolangi and Lemuelu. Four conversions to Valentine Holmes. One penalty goal to Holmes and a field goal to Chad. The Dragons 12 came through tries to Moses Suley and Jaden Sewer. Zach Lomax, two conversions from as many attempts. Cowboys roll on. For me? I think... Yep. I think they were helped out by the Dragons. The Dragons, to start the game, and certainly throughout the first half, just no discipline, um, just gifting the Cowboys six agains and, and pen, piggyback penalties, and, and no platform from their forwards. Um, whereas you had several of the, the Cowboys forwards, including Tao Malolo, as you'd expect, but he had a few mates just steamrolling through the middle not a single Dragons forward ran for over 100 metres for the game. Yep. And it's it's no wonder that they struggled to to apply any pressure or, or, or score points. Um, I think as the Cowboys develop, and, and I think they're showing that they're, they're within that top top echelon of, of the competition, within the top four or five sides, um, I believe, the challenge that they're going to face is is depth as um, as they develop, you know, the, the what we talk about, the, the next man up mentality um, and have the players through their system to be able to do that. Uh, losing mm. losing Lukey um, is is massive for them and it's going to test them because he's, he's been quite critical um, to, to some of the success and, and the impact that they've had on the edges. They're, um, you know, they're going to have to overcome that. It'll be another one of the challenges that, you know, this season they're on a steep incline. Um, yeah, I think look, it's, he's it's been tough. good. He's he's been good, but I don't think, like, you know, he's he's by no means the catalyst for their attack. 
No, you know, he, he, he was he, a second heavily fiddle involved. to Nanai, but mm. yeah. But he was still he was still one of those guys that's coming with Cotter Nanai, you know, like they were coming coming along together. I thought. Yeah, and I think that to your point, the fact that they're all coming along together, and the fact that, you know, they they've taken this this extra step as a team, I think that puts them in good stead for these little speed bumps that you have throughout the course of a season. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the reasons Penrith did so well last year was that, you know, touch wood, they stayed relatively injury free. And when they did, including the stints without Cleary, um, they were able to cover it. And I think the Cowboys will learn that this year. For the Dragons that um yeah, fuck. What do you what do you say? Well, I I actually I actually what not that fucking down on the dragons in in this game. I mean, how many times did they make massive fucking breaks for like 30 40 meters and just had they had they didn't have the pace to finish it off or didn't have the support to finish it off. Like they created enough opportunities to fucking win two games, but they just don't have enough talent in the side to finish things off yeah, or see, enough that's, pace that's in the, the backs thing. to finish things off but I mean like they gashed the Cowboys many times but okay you could have said that about the, the dogs for the last two years you could have said that about the Tigers for a bunch of games well, oh, they, the, they, no, crea- the dogs, they created the dogs, some opportunities well, the, the, thing, the dogs created nothing but <laughs> no, well, that's, nothing well that's what that's what until we're I got rid of Trent dogs. just quietly we'll get for to that two years was that you really only had to defend them for four sets Ah, sorry for four tackles in a set. You know, so yeah, great. The dragons can create all the opportunities they want, but if they don't have the nous to finish them off, then they're not going to win football games. No, no. But what I'm saying, like a good, def- a good defensive team, like the like the Cowboys are, and I mean, a part of that is obviously cover defense, which they you know which they did great. But I mean, like the the ca- the, the dragons made like some clean fucking line breaks, and I mean, yep. be- which better sides would just finish off. And it would have been a much different story. It's just I think the drag and like they've got some terribly out of form players, and I'm looking squarely at Lomax. Who's dropped like, off harder than him? I I defy you to find someone else. Yeah, it's rough. Like he's like a guy where you know this year prior to this year they would have been like he's an origin chance in the centers if you get the amount of injuries that you need to open up the spots. Guess what they fucking did with Tommy and Latrell being out. Yeah, and he's dropped off a cliff. Yep. Well, there was you know there was reports last year that you know he was being shopped around or offered up to other clubs and there was a lot of interest and who the fuck wants him now given his form? Yeah, like, he's, he's not yeah going exactly. Anywhere. Yeah, rough. Absolutely rough. Let's look at the socials. Philip, you said, was the Panthers' defense this bad under Griffin? Um, the defense wasn't great, but I don't think that was Griffin. The overwhelming stories I remember from those days were that he was an absolutely horrific communicator. And he'd have these weird fucking things where he'd walk into the the sheds with the boys before the game and, you know, write five words up on the board that had nothing to do with each other. And and that was his game plan. And essentially anything that Penrith put together during his tenure there was Peter Wallace and Cameron Seraldo, you know, sort of Frankensteining together what, what best they could from his fucking ramblings and trying to convey that to the team in a, in a manner that they could go out there and execute. So... Yeah, that's what I remember from the hook days. Um, Jordan, 
He said, you're hearing it more and more. The Chad will be New South Wales number seven after clear his shit the bed Wednesday night. You're fucking also, idiotic. Shut Scott up, mate. Bongwater will take Teddy's role in the Blues as well. Jesus Christ. See, at least, like, look. Well, I thought it was more sugar cane up there. Fuck, they must grow some weed too. When people, yeah, yeah. No, they just stand there and just and just breathe in the fucking smoke from the burning sugar cane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the fetal alcohol syndrome of the fucking north. It's a twenty four seven midnight oil concert. <laughs> the fetal, the fetal like, cane syndrome. No wonder they're so fucked up. That sounds horrific. <laughs> you finished on the socials up there, are you? No, I'm not. I was blowing okay. my nose and didn't want to blow it into the microphone. Uh, Joel, I think this is a fucking great point. Joel said, to think that the Cowboys were playing in the same class as the Bulldogs, Tigers and Warriors last year. How much would they pay for that winning formula at the moment? That's a fucking great point. They've taken a big leap. Uh, John, he said, did the Dragons cover themselves in KY before this game? Stephen Hawking would miss less tackles. Lando, he said, how are Woods and Laurie better than anyone we have in reserve grade? Kerr, Hunt, and Burgess are better choices. Lomax needs a stint back there as well. He's way too high on his own farts. Sloan might have his issues, but I don't think we'd be worse for having him and Sullivan in the 17. I could handle McCulloch or Embi on the side, but not both. Hook seems to be dying on the hill of deciding that Woods and McCulloch were worth signing in the face of overwhelming evidence. I feel that two head coaches gone this week were not enough. The Saints board makes Pasco look visionary. Oof, a fucking scathing rebuke. There is no way that Griffin is fucking is is on the block yet. None. They're, they're a club that they're a club that has been through all of that way too recently. Yep. To start doing the light again. Yeah. Unless they're going through the whole big you know race to race to Flano, that that seems to be <laughs> emerging. You reckon um, that's it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't because I mean now you look at the the, the dogs and it looks like. You know, if the reports are uh, the scuttlebutt is true, it looks like you know they're going to sign Freddie as their coach. Mm. And um, so, look, interesting. Yeah, yeah who knows? Um, moving on anyway to uh, Saturday afternoon and the South Sydney Rabbitohs thirty defeated the Titans sixteen. The uh, Rabbitohs a hat trick to Alex Johnston, uh, Jackson Polo, Tane Mills also with uh, tries. Cody Nicarima five conversions from as many attempts. The Titans, 16, came through a double to Tino, again leading from the front. Uh, Greg Marzu with the other one. Asako, two conversions. Who's going? I'm still not sold on CS completely. Um, yeah. I think they, they did what they had to do, given some of their patchy form recently, and they lent on some of their best players, as, as any team that's trying to dig its way towards consistent form is going to do. I think Cook and, to a slightly lesser extent, Cody Walker um, stood up and it paid dividends for them. But some of South's defence close to their line was exceptionally poor. Um, the the first, the Maju try, um, where he beat, he, he travelled about six metres and beat about six defend, defenders. Um, Tino crashed over almost untouched <laughs> from yeah. a couple of metres out. It's it's just not the level that South have been at, and you can't you can't blame the departure of Reynolds on that. That's that's more an attitude thing. Or um, as for the Titans, they just look lost at the moment. Um, 
there's not too much to draw from the game for them. I think Marju um, had a strong game in, in, you know, had some, some good moments. And Tino, as a young leader, tried to, you know, drag him out of it. But they're just, just too far off the pace at the minute, the Titans. Tino's doing it himself at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And which which is great for like you know, a young guy leading from the front and everything. But you know, it's one thing it's one thing to lead, but then, you know, these other lazy pricks have to fucking follow. Yeah. True. And they happening. Mm. But like talking about like, yeah, there was there was word, you know, in the lead up to that game that like a heavy defeat would be the end of Holbrook. But I guess maybe you know maybe because they brought it back closer a little bit at the end there and thirty to sixteen is a you know it's a decent loss but it's not you know an absolute ass whipping maybe that's enough to save him I don't know but how how much grace has he got in the it's not my roster department fucking none really so you, you reckon yeah. that's about that's his roster now yeah well he was building the he was he was I mean he he got to he got to build the the you know, some of these big acquisitions, you know, like Fafita and so on. And, uh, you know, all of that came in, you know, for his first first year. And so, and I dare I say that the fucking ridiculous decision, you know, getting rid of Fogarty yeah. and, bringing, and, 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 you know, and, and run, rolling <coughs> the dice on an unproven seven because he had a couple of good games at the junk end of the season. Yeah. Like... That yeah. that was his fucking roster move. That one, and uh, yeah, you can't deny that. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. So he's made his fucking bed, I think. And and I just think that the fact that they they started to sort of you know move upwards last year, and they you know scraped into the finals by whatever means they did, but they got there and they were only a you know a, a shit brain explosion last play away from getting into round two of the finals. Um, this year, they're they're right in there in the battle for the spoon. Yeah, and I don't know if that's going to change. I mean, we're only just just past the halfway point of the season, but yeah, I don't know if they're going to be the team to turn it around. Mm. Interesting. The only thing worse than this fucking performance was the comments on this game. Uh, Brendan, he said the Titans are not far off. Give it a few years. Reckons there's some uh, some building blocks there. I've been saying that ever since fucking Preston Campbell and Luke Bailey were on fucking diet coke cans. Well, coke the first time cans. that was ever said was in Scott Prince's free house. <laughs> Fuck out of me Fucking hell um, And Thomas He has a question for you boys He said I've had to work During every recent win And sit and watch Every recent loss Apart from being A Rabbits fan <laughs> What have I done To deserve this That's enough <laughs> Yeah look That's pretty miserable But I mean we, we do live in It's not like the old days Where there was You know a Friday night football game and a Saturday afternoon game on the ABC with fucking Artie Beetson and Warren Boland in commentary, and then a Sunday afternoon at four o'clock game that they raced through. Or was it even was it even later than four o'clock? I remember they used to compress it, like slightly compress it, so it finished yeah. by six o'clock for the news. Yeah, we're not we're not in that day and age anymore. Now, I mean, you got you got access to every game each week, and you can you can watch them on demand on the NRL website. So. You can watch the wins, mate. You don't have to, you don't, you don't have to consign yourself to this fucking not watching, not seeing the wins because you're at work and only watching the losses, you know. Um, we've got the technology. Okay, um, moving on to the Melbourne Storm 26 to feed the Roosters 18 at the SCG. The Storm had a double to Anderson, a double to Seve. Uh, Kafusi with a try, Meany three conversions. The Roosters 18 tries to Suwali, Walker and Tupanua. And Walker, two conversions. Momorowski with one. Grant Anderson's story is a, a great one. I like it. So, what do you like good. about it? 
what do you like about it more than like it's just a just a, a, a debutant having a great having a good game and getting a couple getting a couple of tries? Yeah, just look at the end of the day, he's only got his start due to a bunch of injuries, and he's playing the Sunshine Coast, and he's given a shot and scores a double. I, I liked it. Um, yeah. On top of that, his finishing was one thing, and, and I, I guess he, he didn't have to do a great deal uh, with the tries that he scored. But there's a couple of occasions where he got into a little bit of space. He, he actually seems really fucking quick as well. I'd actually mm. like to see him, um, you know, in over over 100 um, to see see what he's got. I think Suwali for the Roosters, slowly but surely starting to justify the hype around him um, when he went to the Roosters. I still think he's got perhaps one of those breakout games in him to, to really solidify that. But he's just, every week he does... I like things. him, eh? Yeah, I think just, I, the, he's he's made a believer out of me now. Mm. Put him in, put put him in, fucking put him in the origin. If Katani Stags can't go, that's oh, it. Wow. Fucking throw him, okay. throw him in, throw him in. You'll do the job. Jesus, I like him. I like him because he he's fucking brutal in defence and like really puts his body on the line in defence. Mm. Yeah, and he's proving to be like a very reliable aerial threat as well. Absolutely. And he's just a strong, and he's just a strong guy close to the line. I mean, he can finish a try as well. I like him. Yeah, he's, I'm happy to see him there. I think I felt like Melbourne had to fight for this one. Um, the Roosters they lifted, but are still at the end of the day um, a tick away from Melbourne's level. But this was a this game was, was a real a, like I just like it was tit for tat though. Like yeah, they just really went try for try for a while there. Yeah, and it really only this. this it was, it was just like moments. It was it was just singular moments in this game that turned it the storm's way. I think, and it's like it's like like bomb fucking tries. I mean, like Tupanua has got a, he got a, he got a try there, mm. but man, can anyone bomb a try like fucking Tupanua? Yeah. How many times do you get the bouncing ball where he's got it like and he just bombs it or drops mm. it over? You know, like it happens. It's it feel. I mean, it probably it's probably worse for Roosters fans, but I mean, it feels like it happens every game. That he's bombing something, so it's really it's little things like that that took them out of the, took their turn to score away. Yep, which could have been you know a different result. I think they were, they were right in it. Yeah, hundred percent. But again, this, this is the story of a lot of the Roosters games, especially against top sides. Like yeah. they they're doing a great job this year of of giving that illusion that oh well they're in it for a long time against quality opposition. Remember the game they played against Penrith? Mm. Well, that that was probably the the hardest 40 minutes of football that Penrith have had played against them this year. Um, but they just fell away at the end. So I think yeah. with the Roosters, it's about competing for that full 80 and staying in it. And they, like you said, being able to weather those storms when they come at them. Because somehow the Melbourne Storm, after looking a little bit shaky earlier in the year, are back to that fucking just complete big dick energy yeah, we're just going to win the game. Doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, with we're multiple against. with with multiple players out still. Mm. Mm, exactly. You know, including like Pappenhausen, who was like, like yeah. obviously yeah, walks into any side almost. You know. Yeah. That's um, it. Hey, the, the, just before we recorded, it came down the uh, the judiciary business that Felice Cafusi walks doesn't get anything, not even a fine for nice. what he did. To, what he did to Sam Walker. Like, what do you make of that one, Lenny? He fucking got that in his game, man. He, it's surprising they didn't have. I, I feel like he should have, and maybe he's got off a few times. But I feel like he, he should have had he, some he, some carryovers at yeah. least to get a week. 
but he knew he knew what he was doing one hundred percent, and what he was doing was was fucking like, like to be generous. It was not in the spirit of the game. Of the game. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, at, like when you're bracing your elbow on a guy's fucking jawline and then full force dumping yourself yeah. down on his head. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I know the ball carrier gets a lot of leeway when you know there's contact if they accidentally you know knee a guy or elbow a guy or whatever. Mm. As long as they're not raising their knee too high and they're not cocking their elbow, they're kind of safe. But I mean, there's you know you can you can brace yourself and wait for them to come and <laughs> elbow you know smash themselves on your elbow or your knee and yeah. you're good. You know. Uh, yeah, it's, I'm not a fan, hey. And he's been he's, doing that since he's he's been doing that since he had he had hair. He's been doing that since he had no forehead. That's how long he's been doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Kafusiception on the internet a little while ago? I did not. What was that? <clears throat> Talk me through it. So on Jesus and Mero, they had oh. one, they had Wanda Sykes talking about talking the Will about- Smith slap incident. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny what she said too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look it up. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to tell her jokes. Yeah, no. Uh, give me some socials. This one, same thing. Melbourne fans, just absolute fucking dribble. Be better. The lot of you. The only one uh, that was half worth reading out was Old Grover, who said two points is two points. The Roosters made Seve look like a proper first grader. Hughes was rusty at times, but that's just because of lack of game time. I'm watching in a Darwin pub with two Panthers fans who are dead set champions. So much nicer than the toxic Panthers fans in disestablishment. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. Yes. Yeah. No, he makes an excellent point. Stop picking well, fights from Darwin, you weak cunt. <laughs> yeah, I I'll tell you, do you know what that sounds like? Sounds like someone that didn't make it past the fucking semis last year. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> oh, fucking ouch. Let's go. Well, you 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 out in your you out in your own comment, are yeah. you? <laughs> it's like yeah, fucking yeah, fucking yeah. You got him, Jake. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm talking about the pump up your hurt. own tires, cut. The fucking hurt he must feel every day, every day getting up. <laughs> it was like, it was like yeah, due you, to his you age. Sort of you, you, you find out an insult and then go on. Yeah, fucking boom, headshot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just feeling pity. <laughs> for that that stage every morning where he has that fucking 30 seconds of hope where he wakes up and he goes maybe it's all a fucking dream maybe it's hashtag, all a fucking dream because maybe it's all a dream hashtag Stormageddon he actually thinks that like and spelled then, out and he's like <laughs> and then, then he looks in the mirror and he's like oh <sighs> no I am Grover yeah, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Right, now, the uh, moving on, the Broncos 24 defeat the Raiders 18 at Suncorp Stadium. Broncos tries to man Pereira and a double to Herbie Farmworth. Reynolds, three conversions and a penalty goal. The Raiders 18 tries to Kotrick, Horsberg and Elliott. Three from three for Jamal Fogarty. This was another entertaining game. A lot of lead changes, back and forth, try for try. Mm. Um, in the end, it came down to some effort plays uh, from the Broncos. Effort half, really. Mm. Yeah. And, effort, effort quarter, let's say. Um, I think the the Farnworth try just after half time was was a big moment for them, and then the way they scrambled when down on troops with yeah. the Raiders coming at them was was impressive. And I think that does obviously it's not just about the two competition points, but it's it's more about what it'll do um, to to bring the players and the playing group together and um, the confidence that they'll build from 
from fucking stepping up for one and showing up for one another. Yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't heard the extent of Reynolds. He looked he in looked, doubt. Yeah, he looked to be in a fair yep. amount of pain. Farmworth with a bicep, Haas in doubt as well. It was it was very fucking interesting. Just I think Haas was Haas was Haas was training with the group. I think today. Okay. Yep. Um, I think Reynolds is in doubt. Uh, Herbie's gone, right? Mm. Um, it's, it's, but, I haven't heard. So. I did, think. Did you see all the the hoo ha on socials that you know it was it was a dog shot because he was already clearly injured and, and they targeted him. Yeah, he he yeah. had fucking trainers on the field waving him off. Mm. Yeah, he had them out there with a fucking red biscuit alert siren going off on the fucking <laughs> golf car on the sideline, <laughs> and he chose to not leave the field with suspect ribs. Yeah. And then he chose to take a run on his very next fucking carry. Yeah. Which so. is like credit to him for fucking wanting to get in there and do it for the team. Like, that's one thing. But to, when you're the most injury-prone player in the game <laughs> and, uh, and and look look at look at the receipts, he's on his, what, is he on his third this year or fourth? <laughs> We're halfway he, through the season. He's on his third or fourth injury for the season. Is COVID an injury? I'm going to say yes for the purpose of this argument. Now, he's, he's, he's a lung injury. He's injury prone player on his team, and he plays with a cunt whose brain bleeds in a stiff wind. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who? yeah, but I mean, like, remember remember a couple of years ago, we had that, the, there was like an origin game or whatever, and Thurston had like one arm hanging, like dangling yeah. by a fucking tendon. And no one ran at him. And no one was yeah. running at him. Like, there's no, there's no gentleman in this game. No. Stick within the rules. And if a yeah. player elects to, that he wants to stay out, out on the field to keep... Oh, if he's on... Yeah, fuck Laurie him. Daly. Laurie oh. Daly. Oh, fuck me. Yeah, I know. I'm bringing back like some, some fucking thousand-yard stare shit right there. But... <laughs> um, but back to... And credit to the Broncos recruitment department who have done absolutely nothing for the last decade. Like, have, have recruited absolutely no one of measure in the last decade and have pulled probably two of the top four buys of the season this far in Reynolds for what he's done for that team, but also fucking Tamari Martin. Yep. Mm. As a... It's another great story. As a fucking limpian, oh, well, you're a second, maybe third string fullback. You know, you, you played a little bit of it there during your career. You're really at half. Mm. Um, but just put you there. Yep. He has not put a foot wrong. Yep. And is, you know, one of the most solid defensive one-on-one fullbacks in the competition. Chimes in beautifully in attack. And just... Fucking energetic, so he's having an absolutely. Like it looks stellar like he wants season. to be out there. Isn't yeah, that amazing. But where the Raiders fell down here, they had every opportunity to win this game. Every opportunity. They had half the Broncos squad busted. They had people playing out of position, fucking everywhere. Their forwards did a fucking <clears throat> job in that last twenty minutes yeah. and absolutely rolled through the middle. Yeah. And gave them the field position and the role and the momentum and everything they needed. All they needed to finish it off, some capable fucking halves. Yeah. Who could get the ball where it needed to be. And again, not you know, like you said, the forwards did do a, a great yardage job, but got the fucking dropsies. Yeah. When, when, yeah, but I mean, that's you know, like the halves. What are the halves doing? I mean, there's a, there's a point there where you fucking send it. 
yeah, put some put some attack on and stop just fucking barging it up the guts. I mean, it's easy meters, but not when you're getting to the end of that last ten. Yeah, exactly. You know, Sean, he said Farnworth would add another dimension to his game if he could just pass out to his wingers. Mm, Gandalf, uh, Nathan, he said, does ink affect muscle recovery and bone density? <laughs> powerful, there's a powerful argument for that I mean because you've got to remember Josh Dugan had a fucking lot of tattoos as well he certainly did so it's not an isolated case here he certainly did uh, Josh he said that was an encouraging oh, no. result a lot of tattoos as well sorry I'm just yeah, saying um, I'll just keep proving this I'll just keep proving that thesis and over and mate, over oh hang on have you uncovered the th- maybe we need to go deeper maybe it's shit tats yeah I think you might be right well um, upon somebody this, please- did you say Ponga the third one yeah. Yeah. Right. So He's got shit tats. He, he has absolute fucking prison tats. Maximum security prison tats. But fucking Adam Reynolds has Post Malone's face. I like Post Malone's music. Are you getting Post Malone's face tatted on? What the fuck? We've been almost, almost as bad as the Ray Lewis one on Dugan's inner thigh. Yeah. The fuck? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe right, he just likes fucking killers we've we've, <laughs> we've found Glennie's we've found Glennie's lost just, shit tats fuck <laughs> I just fucking hell I really really is just was he that big a Baltimore Ravens fan that he had to get Ray Lewis's face tattooed on his inner thigh like does Maybe he just likes to do go away with murder as much as he does. Go did. to sleep every night listening to Post Malone. Look, there's being a fan, but that's next level. I ain't got no fucking Adam Duritz's face tattoo. You know, me. dude, dude. That we know of. Like, <laughs> just, I know you're trying to be I've funny. I've never seen your ass. I, I know you're trying to be funny, but that's not Post Malone. That's Adam Reynolds' grandma. <laughs> <laughs> She's handsome. <laughs> Josh. He's gone full Dairy Queen, and he said that was an encouraging result for the Green Machine to push a top four team all the way when they just didn't have it tonight. Shows there's great things ahead. Oh, that's toxic that, positivity. That is some fucking good old Dairy Queen shit. Well done, sir. Uh, Nat, he said it's going to be a long season for the Raiders if they think that pool table legs Fogarty will be their saviour. <laughs> now, here's something. Why is that so funny? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I understand what it means either. <laughs> Does it mean he's got no footwork? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that he's normal size with these big, gigantic fucking chonkers. Oh, I'm just thinking. Of, I'm thinking of like yeah, the old school, like yeah, like really ornate, like fucking like. Yeah. Down. <laughs> he's got. He's got <laughs> four knees. He's like a sack with some massive balls in it at the top of those legs. And um, <laughs> now, ball bag that fits like six balls. Six balls in there. Someone, someone said, and I can't remember where it was, uh, that they saw Papali'i pronouncing his name as that was on or- that, that was a, that was the start of origin yeah i know it blows me away too i forgot all about that until you just mentioned it yeah so like is that is he now back to papali what do we do oh, i don't know is it no look video? i'm happy to do what I'm, I'm happy to do it he it's like when they announce you know they say their name in their junior club at the start of origin remember yeah that's what it was i think Okay, so could, so we just call him the forward formerly known as Papa Lee. <laughs> well, if they do, let's well we'll see what happens in next origin. If he doesn't next origin, then I'm, then I'm prepared to say that's two out of two that's out two of, out of yeah. three, and then that's that's past. Okay. Yes, anyway, past. Papa Lee ran him down as if he were a snack pack two years ago. For God's sake, <laughs> that's true. The issue I forgot the about that. 
The issue for the Raiders is that they can dominate in the middle and out wide, but without a decent seven, it's the same old, same old. That is mm-hmm. absolutely right. Uh, and Michael, he said, agenda gala stats team. Raiders with Whiten, three wins, eight losses. Raiders without Whiten, three wins, zero losses. Can't argue with that. I'm saying, can't lose, can't lose without him. All right, um, moving on to oh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls, 30, defeat the West Tigers, 4, ending Noddy's career before it began. Um, Oshay LA with the double. Ruben Garrick, Amali Olaquatu, and the first try for Tolu Kola. Garrick, four conversions and penalty goal, defeating the Tigers, 4, a try to Luke Garner, and uh, Brooksy missed the conversion. Glenny. I really enjoyed the t- <laughs> the score update stopped at a certain point because I was at a I was at school musical and so I sort of I requested the Glenny I said can you just you know text me some updates and you know because I knew they'd you know pop up on the on the watch and so I could sort of see them you know surreptitiously without you know causing too much attention to myself and looking like I'm checking my phone or whatever and so he was giving me great great updates like you know Neil all on Naden Naden scored but he dropped it during the ground he was like he was giving me some commentary and he's like the first try for Manly six then then the Tigers score. Then nothing, <laughs> nothing, and at this and point, then Jay and then, had to uh, fucking spoil it. Well, well, this is this is the point where I this is the point where I get out, and the second I walk out, I flicked open KO and start watching it. The second I walked out of this you know, out of the convention center, so I'm watching it immediately, and I've, so I've seen as I've seen the try to go ahead. I think it was the the one that took it to eighteen four or whatever, and. Um, <laughs> and and so, it's all I, knew, I knew what the answer was. I'm like, gee, Glenny, it's, you seem to have, you seem to have gone quiet there, mate. <laughs> so, he, you talk talk me through the game, Glenny. What do you reckon? I reckon what, what's your what's your take? I reckon a pack of cunts got their coach sacked, and <laughs> it had the net effect of fuck all because the naughty era looks much like the mad era so far, um, with. The players running out and um, not putting in. That's... Do you think Noddy's lost the dressing room? <laughs> I think there might be two dressing rooms. We might we might be going back old school. <laughs> but this this game this was a this was like a dangerous fucking game and it was well contested for probably the first fifty minutes. And the thing is, with the first with the first half only being six four, Manly had a massive win behind mm. them in that first in that first half. And for it to turn around and with guys like you know Hastings, I suppose you know a little bit injury hampered, so his kicking game might not have been what it should have been. But like Brooks with a massive win that actually picked up at halftime, kicking you know with the breeze behind them in the second half, I thought we're in fucking trouble here. Like we didn't didn't get enough out of that first half. Yeah, but, but actually you have to play well enough to take advantage of a. Well, Desi uh, got him into the sheds and said, "Listen." You got the wind against you, so you're gonna to have to find. You, I mean, you couldn't kick in the first half with the wind behind your back, so you're gonna to have to do something different. And and to to you know to their credit, they came out and executed amazingly well. Uh, the forwards rolled their sleeves up, particularly yeah. uh, Aloye was amazing. That was where it was uh, won. I think they bashed us through the mainly yeah, bashed and, us through and the, the kicking and the kicking game of of, of four and, and and Croker, like where they were sort of kicking like these low you know low sort of kicks. And uh, taking the wind out of the equation a little bit as well, but yeah, the forwards and particularly Aloye. I mean, you know, a great a great homecoming for Joshy. I mean, Justin Pascoe should never have fucking made him the groundskeeper of that ground. It's like it's like fucking Wally Lewis back in the day. I mean, he knew every blade of grass down there at Lumia, <laughs> and, if, <laughs> and and and, uh, and absolutely and absolutely dominated. Um, and and like the, it was still like the game was probably comfortably sort of in hand at eighteen to four. And then Naden stepped up and and delivered 
a, a, a terrible fucking spear, spear tackle. Probably that's the, that's that's got to be the that's the worst one in a long time, right? I, I can't remember the last. Apart one from the man, the manly one earlier this year that was a thousand times worse. You are fucking on yeah. the crack cocaine. It's it's but the, yeah, I want to. I mean, like the tackle, the tackle was obviously terrible, but I want to commend all of the players on the field for the way that they the, the for the way they reacted. Naden didn't try and fucking get absolved of anything. He was like, oh fuck, and you know, like yeah. my my bad. Yeah. The manly players weren't running in. Let's like let's fucking bash this cunt who spear tackled mm. Jakey. They were all like, let's check on Jakey. And Jake, for his on his part, popped straight back up to his feet and was like, "No, nah, all good." Mm. Yeah, you know, and like there was like none of the players did any of the things that you see when that sort of shit happens on the field, which was I think it was a credit to everyone. And even and afterwards in the sideline interview and then in the post match press conference, Jake was still trying to get Naden off it. Yeah, yeah, and saying yeah, and, and saying like well. saying, "Look, yeah, I'm trying to you know I'm trying to get a quick play of the ball and trying to find the ground." So you know, you sort of saying it was my fault sort of thing. He was, yeah. he was he was he was he was saying himself that he ducked into it. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the integ- integrity that certain players never shown when they got speared <laughs> after, ducki- after ducking into it. Um, <laughs> but uh, and and then- look, I'll tell you what, Jakey's wife probably won't leave him in a couple of years either. Because oh, uh, you know that... Uh- you, are, you are back to your fucking best today. You are you you have found a fucking vein of form tonight that cancel this is, man. Is, you are absolutely at your fucking. You, you peak. should be lucky. I, you should be lucky. I said that. Otherwise, it would have ended up you saying that. Yeah, line. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you've got. You. I'm sure you'll cook something else up. Yeah, I think, I think, I think let's you edit that out. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and yeah, they finished. They finished the game off well. Um, you know, after after that, just to blow it out a bit more, and uh, you know, ultimately, ultimately, a very a very good win in in tough conditions. And you know, I I don't know. I, th- I expected the tie. I expected more out of the Tigers in the second half. It was very. It, it was kind of reminiscent of that game against Souths, actually, where you know you guys were in it up to your eyeballs. I mean, in the Souths game, I think you had went in with mm. a slight lead, didn't you? But um, you know, you were in it up to your eyeballs at halftime. Because we're always in a fucking game. Looking looking the stronger at halftime as you got into the halftime break and in the second half came out with with the you know great chance to win and just doing fucking nothing. Yeah. Getting rolled into forwards and the rest then followed. Okay, so Glenny, let's say you're in charge of the next 6 months at the Tigers. What do you do? I'd sack Tamau. Yeah, there's there's a couple of blokes that need to be given a tap on the shoulder. Um, I tell you what I do is I um, I make a swift decision on who's going to coach the fucking joint, yeah, and and don't let that roll out for the next two months or, or to the end of the season. Make a swift decision if it's if it's Kamali, then it's Kamali. If if it's if they're going to have a red hot crack at um, Flanagan. Then expedite that process. If you know, have him make a decision. If it's yes, great, we prepare. If it's no, fucking move on. We tend to have this real habit of drawing shit out, and it plays out in the media, and 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 everyone seems all wishy washy. Just just be direct and make make a fucking decision and stick with it. 
Yep. Um, and put the playing do, group. Do you reckon Noddy's got? Is Noddy got? Is Noddy got a chance? Do you reckon? Like, I mean, you have to be like part of this thing, saying, "Look, we see him as a coach of the future, and he's like an underling to the director, Tim Sheen, sort of thing." You know, so we'll take mm. care of him and usher him through to you know to where he needs to be. Or do you think that is going to be? Not, he's literally just caretaker until they get something. Well, I, I, I don't think he's badly. I don't think his credentials are terrible. I think he's you know obviously as what, a player, what are his but, credentials. Well, he's, he's been through the pathways with so as far as within the club, he's he's headed up um, a couple of the junior squads. He's been head of pathways for the last year or so, um, which so head of, head, goes, head of pathways. What results has he got there? The Leilua brothers, <laughs> they found a pathway right in and then straight out again. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's. Uh, Can you imagine buying into the fucking Leilua brothers at that club though? Fucking hell. My God! Look, it's I'll still- tell you what. I'll tell you what. Fucking non BJ has yeah. has been arguably one of their best on field this year. Absolutely. Yeah, except Everybody. he fuck, except he did except he did four two on one strips in the game to earn penalties mm. against his side, which and was probably given an immediate manager. release. So, <laughs> Based on that, that yeah, <laughs> I thought that was I thought that was something I've never seen anything like that. So I thought it was mm. something that he'd been specifically coached to do by Noddy. Because he never did it when Madge was there. Mm. Is that a th- is that a thing when Noddy's tried to get in and like you know put in a play and he's he's got a fucking safe word that he's, <laughs> he's had them all used and and either they don't remember it or fucking Leilua just doesn't say it properly and no one knows what's going on. Well, I mean, at least at least you know we found that we found a chink in the in the defensive armor of the Cowboys going forward this season. Exactly, <laughs> loose carries. Yeah, um, very. Very disappointed with the way they performed in the second half, um, and the the whole coaching situation is is it's fucked. You wanted a response from the playing group, and we didn't get one. So yeah, fuck. Also, shout out to Morgan Harper. Two weeks in a row, he uh, played well, and he had another great try saver uh, on Star Lord in this game. Yeah. Like he, he like. Literally, Maybe. fucking had to could have almost fallen over the try line, and he, he yeah. stopped him in his tracks. Yeah, yeah, and so it's two weeks in a row with like really good fucking you know like try saving efforts in defence. So maybs maybe this this story that came out through the week. You know where he'd, he'd lost like you know six kilos or something. You know from COVID and just wasn't fucking wasn't ready to come back. You know when he got when he took a bath from Talakai. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe it was that. The because, cure I mean, for he's, COVID he's is making good. two tackles. Oh, fucking great! Well, Fuck two yeah, tackles yeah. that t- two tackles that fucking even Beaver Menzies himself would be proud of. Jesus, I mean that's the fucking spirit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Ben in the Facebook group. He said, "Full credit to Naden. Knew he was in the wrong. Jake, being the absolute pro he is, just gets up. No fuss. That's it." Uh, Josh, he said, "Well, who would have thought sacking Madge didn't solve all the Tigs' problems?" <laughs> Uh, Saguna, he said, they can all eat shit and die, but fucking, <laughs> but fucking idiot I am, I'll be watching them next week. I want to say shout out to Saguna because he put that exact same comment on the game-ending post on the West Tigers Facebook page, like when they posted it, like, oh, tough day at the office or something, and it was like 4.30, and then <laughs> and he posted that on there first. Yeah. <laughs> fucking isn't, isn't that the worst, like, just fucking minimum effort yeah. did you think? Tough day at the office. 
Yeah, yeah. But hell. but also at the same time, like, what can you say? Because if you say something else, like, because then I saw another post where they were talking about the um. Like the, they must, yeah, I can't remember who the sponsor is, but you know, some sponsor sponsors like their man of the match, and it's like a you know, what a, a West player of the match, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and, and so they had two like picture of two guys up there. And when you've lost 30 to four, I mean, that sort of thing is just an absolute magnet for people abusing oh. <laughs> abusing the club because they're like, well, fucking none of them deserve fucking blah blah blah, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yep, that's it. Uh, and Liam, he said, Hastings got lots of touches and passed the ball under no pressure, standard. Was not for playing. What a response to being recalled. That's actually like, but for better or for worse, I don't even, I don't even remember him calling off his name the entire game. I mean, maybe some carries after yeah, kicks, but had, a, had like, a couple of reasonable carries, uh, bringing the ball back. But uh, most of his carries, he was, he was well and truly. They really were trying to send it down the left for some mm. reason, right? You know, he, he never really and but and conversely, Manly were, were you know through the middle and down the right as well because Hamali was beasting. So like they, so he didn't have to do much defence either. Yeah, that's just why the score was only thirty to four. Yeah, but the good thing was because Harper's come back a bit <laughs> in defence, he didn't get like his junk time couple of tries as well. So it wasn't like thirty to sixteen. <laughs> right, uh, we move on. That's yeah. it. The Panthers forty-two to feed the Knights six in Newcastle. Uh, good crowd again of, of absolute fucking punishers. Twenty-one thousand plus there today uh, on this day. Uh, the Panthers forty-two tries to Cleary kick out May uh, Tango Crichton and a double to To'o. Cleary six conversions and a penalty goal. The Knights a try to Edric Lee and a conversion to Jake Clifford. Um, look, fucking Penrith just keep on doing what they do. Uh, they. They had their origin players back, and and they were back and any in the team with with no no gaps or uh, you know downturn in in the offense. I think Cleary and Luai were better for the run, and they had a very good running game. Um, to me, I think the issue that they had in in Origin was that they tried to do a lot of facilitating without troubling the defense themselves. And one of the reasons that they dominated so early in this game was was that they were both running the ball but running with options, which is what uh, was, was so effective for them over the last couple of seasons. More so than the game itself, I think this was a, a pretty stark fucking showing of the differences in fates between the two clubs. Because if you remember, the last time they met, Newcastle were, were front runners of the competition. They were looking to be the big improvers of the season uh, and Penrith were a little bit below form. They got in and they were winning games, but they weren't, you know, they weren't that world beating outfit that, that everyone expected them to be. Um, then they obviously had the, the fucking um, Barnett sin bin and everything went to hell after that. But Newcastle have never recovered and they're a fucking shadow of the team. They were just a couple of rounds ago. Yeah, I mean they've all almost lost every game since. I think you know, maybe they, yeah. well they won one game there after like a seven game That's it. losing streak. Yeah, and I've been trying to think of a bigger in season drop off. And you know, the, yes, there have been times where the team that's that's coming first after three or four rounds. Parramatta, nineteen eighty six to two thousand twenty one. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, again, there's there's not much to say, but Penrith just did what they did, and they keep doing it exceptionally well. Um, Newcastle just seemed. <laughs> Busted for for depth. They got players out of position and and players that aren't fit. And there's there's really not much. If if you're a Knights fan, yeah, 
there's not much that you look at there and go, oh, oh, it'll be okay. You know, like you've just paid fucking massive overs for your fullback who who really doesn't do much for your team except, you know, chime in with some long passes yeah. and attack now and again. Um, your forwards are older every year and, and not performing in the modern game. Yep. And the only other shining light you've got, you know, Bradman Best, he's on his day, is a, a fucking animal and an absolute world beater. But... But his full, his full name should be hyphenated surname and it should be Bradman <coughs> Best hyphenated at hyphenated getting hyphenated injured. Because, <laughs> fuck me, he can't stay on the field either. Mate, you or maybe just, said, just best hyphenated Reynolds. Yeah, he could have saved us a lot of time. <laughs> um, but, um, I want to say Kurt Mann is low-key one of the worst players in the fucking competition. He has more howlers than any other player in the comp. Any other player, you say? Any other player. Right. And he doesn't it doesn't hear about it enough. I just, I, it really fucking grinds my gears how bad that guy is. Biggest but the thing is, me, like Kurt, Kurt Mann, like you know, he he shouldn't be playing fullback. And I mean, he was kind of pushed in there because you didn't you know, need to say the fullback. This is one of these episodes but, where you're saying too many words, Nathan. But he, he shouldn't. shouldn't but he shouldn't. No. End. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't think he's one of the worst players ever. I mean, like if you remember, he was like, where was he playing before Knights? Like he was a center, wasn't he? They've tried to they've tried to shoehorn him into this other shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter where. And make him something he's not. That's it's it. It's fucking horrible. Biggest moment for me was, and, and it epitomized the type of club that Penrith are. They were up 42 nil. 74th minute. Knights make a break down on the wing through Edric Lee. Nathan Cleary chases flat out the entire fucking way. And stops him advancing the ball around any further to, to, for the kick a goal, but did not give up on the chase at all in yeah, the seventy fourth that, minute. That's up forty two nil. Yep, fucking love it. Not to mention any any player who doesn't do that is playing for a coach like a brownie or mm. you know someone yeah. who's not going <laughs> to fucking take them on video and absolutely fucking whore because. A Bellamy coach, you know, Bellamy coach plays that. Desi coach plays that. I assume an East East would do be the same, but yeah, you'd find it, you know, at, the, at the, either at the wrong end of the scoreline or you know either end of a scoreline that massive. Yeah, it's always players from this sort of thing, and it's the reason. It's just that's that's a it's it's a it's a great symptom for you know for Penrith and and you know how they're going, but it's also a big symptom about why O'Brien's one of those coaches that's on the fucking way, you know. Like yeah, because true. because yeah you know, because he's he's got players that would never do that. Yeah, that's it. Even when they've been paying a million dollars. Nice, yeah. Matthew. So the Knights are taking a trip to the asshole shop after the Panthers tore all of their available ones up. Mm. Ben said, legitimately, Ponger is on the way to having the board Koidner concussion career. Ponger and Kiri are both walking a fine line. That was the first time I've heard that, or that I've had it brought to my attention about Ponga. Have I missed that? Or like I know well, he's I had mean, some injuries, and he's had a couple this year. Though remember, I mean, when they played Manly, you know, Morgan Harper knocked him out of the That's game. That's right. Um, and there was, and there's some games where he's he's 
he came back like what a couple of weeks, it was only a couple of weeks ago I think where he was off and then came back this one he was off and never came back um so yeah it's it's it happens seems to happen fairly regularly I mean yeah and, and him and Kiri there like fucking soft shell crabs I'm <laughs> 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 just making note of that one that might be nice. <laughs> and Conan Conan finished this one off well he said credit to the Knights it took a special effort to out shit the Tig Pies today. Fair, You're welcome, Glenn. Fair call. You're welcome. But but there was there was there was another team that later on in the round that could out shit <laughs> all of them. <laughs> but we'll get to that. First up, the Sharks thirty eight defeat the Warriors sixteen uh, down at Redcliffe, and uh, the Sharks thirty eight came through a hat trick to Katoa, uh, double to the Moot, um, Talakai, Moylan, and Kennedy also with tries. Nico Hines fucking horrible three of eight conversion attempts and the Warriors 16 tries to Reese Walsh Wade Egan and DWZ with one of the fucking finishes of all time for his try two conversions to Reese Walsh yes yeah it was very impressive hit me that was the, that was the moment of the game for me I mean that was yeah, that was huge. like a, like live I thought fucking like you see it sort of rolled away after he you know we were sort of looking at it from behind to the side mm. live yep. and sort of the way yep. it sort of, the way it sort of rolled inwards uh, in infield after he'd sort of um you know put it down or whatever I thought oh, he he mustn't have put it down properly and it's just sort of rolled it but fuck me absolutely nailed it, it was brilliant it was mm. um sharks went down 12 nil relatively early on with a couple of pretty soft tries defensively, Egan went over uh, from dummy half and um, to follow uh, Walsh's effort where he sort of sliced through close to the line. After that, they made it a fucking training run. The, they, the Warriors, yeah. once the Sharks actually started to play a bit of footy, the Warriors fell apart. Um, yeah. It was literally over once they got to like... In, five tries in 20 minutes or something, I think. Yeah, because it went to like... Because it, once it went to like sort of 16-12 or whatever yeah. it was... At that point, the game was effectively over, and after the Warriors had started like very brightly, I thought, yeah. "Well, here we go. This is this this is a team that is bouncing back from the fucking coaching transition." And the way that we, you know, the the things that we said about you know Stacey Jones, you know, mm. last episode and all that, how fucking good for the guy. I mean, they're responding to him finally. Yeah, yeah. wrong. Yeah, wrong. look, I do, I do still back them or back Stacey Jones to get the best yeah. out of the Warriors, um, but it's probably going to take a little longer than what I might have realised. Um, because you look at some of those tries that Cronulla scored, it wasn't the fact that they were scoring points. It's how they when, when, how they were scoring yeah. them. When you got Matt Moylan running like running through untouched from six meters out, it's, yeah, it's a fucking testament to uh, a zero commitment defensive line. So, yep, hundred percent. I don't have much else to say about that no, one. To be honest, me either. There we are, Phil. So it doesn't matter who's coaching them. Warriors are always going to do Warriors things. Dominic said, damn, Warriors back at it again with the mediocre offense and the atrocious defense. I honestly don't see us winning again this year. Nah, you, you'll fucking kill the Tigers in that return to New Zealand game. I'm already prepared for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sharky Dave, he said, even Uncle Bully put up more of a fight than these Warriors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Classic. Is that, is that it? That's it. And finally, the uh, this is my second favourite game of the round. The Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 34 defeat the Parramatta Eels 4 at Accor Stadium. The Bulldogs 34 came through a hat-trick to Josh Adokar, uh, a double to Jake Avrillo, and Karaz with the other one. 
Burton, five of six conversions, and the Eels, a try to Penasini, and a miss from Mitchell Moses. What do you got to say, Nate? I've just got to say that I thoroughly fucking enjoyed this game as a contest. I thought it was gripping from start to finish. <laughs> and the fact that Trent's fingerprints are fucking nowhere near it meant that I could enjoy it and savor it fully in the way that all absolute fucking beat beating his attacking structures. Yeah, you say that, but and I don't have the stat in front of me, but it's my understanding that the Bulldogs, let me just quickly try and figure this out here. So they've scored 182 points this season. It is my understanding that you know, this is a bit of rounding at play here, but from rounds one till like 11 or whatever it is that Trent had control of, they scored about 90 points, 80-something points maybe. In the four rounds since Potter's had them, they've scored 100. Like, it's literally, like, so, so there's nothing that, I mean, Trent tried to claim manly success after he'd been long gone and everything as well. Well, Daly gave it to him. There's Daly nothing. said that he owes everything that he the, is to Trent. There's nothing. There's I've said nothing it before, say I'll say this. it again. You are at the peak of your powers this evening, my friend. He did. Yeah, Daly, yeah. Daly said, like, he's his favourite coach ever. Yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't he did. say that at all. He didn't say that at all. Like you, you, but you're being factually incorrect in what you're saying. Like, while we're trying to enjoy the fucking eels getting flogged here. This is like you saying, well, you know, I, when I sent my kid to prep, they could only read fucking thirty words. But by the time they left prep, they could read a hundred. I didn't teach them to read. Like really? Oh, when, my, when my kid get, went to prep, he could actually fucking read. Though. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. That's like <laughs> you saying that. That's like you saying that you did nothing. The so I did actually. So 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 I did. So I did coach him effectively. Unlike what Trent Barrett has tried to do to all his clubs. No, you laid a foundation. Well done. You are the Trent Barrett in your child's life. Trent has laid no foundations for Seems anything. Some fucking ever. insulting okay. things, but that's some. That's probably that's probably that is probably the most disgusting thing he's ever said. And I'm <laughs> and I'm sure he's he, and and he's and he said stuff about you know players who unfortunately were crippled and. You know, all sorts, of, all manner of stuff. It's a new but that's, load. That's it's a the fucking worst. new that's load the, tonight. The bar's got the bar's gotten lower now. All, and all I a think fucking, is, give a, a couple of and he's got a really fucking just a, a, a flea couldn't limbo under the bar. It's so fucking low now. Look, now. <laughs> forgive me if I just think you're a sexy good bloke. <laughs> Look, I'll Look. take that. But the spirit, the, but the spirit in which you're giving it is, is, is hurtful. <laughs> Back to the game. Uh, yes. Brad Arthur is going to get the blame, and potentially this performance is going to shorten his career. By, Brad uh, Arthur uh, fucking sucks. Yeah, and I don't care what Parramatta fans but, want to talk about. Acting like they got a fucking window. Let me tell you, fucking window. <laughs> that, that shit has been a, a fucking triple-bricked fucking wall since fucking the, the mid-80s. The, the mid and nothing has even come ajar or cracked. They haven't chiseled through the fucking concrete in any way, shape, or form in the Brad Arthur tenure at all. Mm. He fucking sucks. He sucked when he was a fucking when he was a fucking assistant coach at Manly. He's sucked ever since he's been at fucking Parramatta. And his kid sucks too. Not that he's had anything to do with this. <laughs> 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 Although maybe he did sow the disunity that made them suck like this as a team. Maybe. The biggest issue I've got with this. What about I didn't even get to finish what I was going to say because this guy just fucking completely hijacked Sorry. my point about Brad Arthur, and I was actually 
saying something similar to what you were going to say. Sorry, sorry, Glen, Glennie. But before you say that, can I also to say I'm, I'm currently in development with Greenlit two more, two more rants. Um, one of them is called Mitchell Moses Sucks, and then the third sequel is Clint Gutherson fucking sucks. Well, to tie all Please that together. Continue. It may shorten his career, as I was saying. I don't think Para are winning a comp with him coaching them, but they most certainly are not winning a comp with either Gutho or Moses as their apparent leaders within the site. So I'm, I'm adding you as an executive producer to, the, to my films, Glenny. It seems I'm like you're on board. I'm doing fuck all for it. Just put me on as a credit. <laughs> I'll take the cash. <laughs> oh, Just call me Sam Hayward. Do fuck all and get listed as a credit. I'm hoping that he'll come on board to do the sound. Yeah. Well, one Why? thing's for sure, he will fucking complain about it. Because I want to hear, I, I, I need to hear, I need, I need fucking award-winning sound to hear the fucking life oozing out of Mitchell Moses' body when he's got a try for all money, and then Berto comes and just knocks the ball out of his hands, or when, or when Shoop decided to fucking pinballing with Berto on the field and just bully the fuck out of him. I, I, there are so many moments in this game, Look, so I'll many things what. I'll treasure forever. If do you, like, do you legit want award winning? Because I know the guy from Sophia the first. Yeah, like, yeah. if you want actual award winning. Well, but I mean, that. I know the guy. I know the guy who fucking won the award after that guy, and so do you. <laughs> <laughs> so does Glenn. Um, my issue here is the same as the New South Wales Origins squad. You look at every other New South Wales player that went back to their side. And they all went back fucking hurt and put in stellar fucking performances. The Queensland players that went back to their clubs went back buoyant and put in fucking glorious performances, you know, when they played befitting except for Ponga that got fucking knocked out. He couldn't do much about that. Mm -hmm. The Parramatta players went back to their club and got fucking rolled by the Spooners. By the worst team and got you know, on aggregate in the last, what, handled. three years. Like, got fucking handled. They looked the line breaks terrible. Absolutely gashed. The line breaks, unbelievable. Yeah. But then, yeah. and then the Doggies, though, for their part, they did fucking, they came to play, and when they did gash them, they were good enough to finish them off. They yep. finished off their opportunities. The Bur- the Burton to fucking Addo Car pipeline of kicks <laughs> Is still as is still as fucking smooth as ever. It's getting smoother every week. It's fucking I mean, Luke Walsh two point oh. When it's the only weapon, you, I mean, when it's the only weapon you've got, I mean, you know, like at least it's a fucking it's a fucking Bayraktar though. I mean, it's a good ass yeah, weapon, right? Use that shit. Um, Adokar though too. Right after Daniel Tupo saying like, no, I want to play for Tonga, so I'm going to recuse myself from State of Origin. Ugh. What a what a fucking perform. I mean, honestly, he probably would have got there anyway. I think you know he was a chance of coming back anyway, even if Tupo wanted to be there. But now Tupo saying he's not going to be there, and then Adar Car put on a hat trick in a great fucking performance yeah, as well. That's it from top to bottom. That's and, it. And uh, I'm looking forward to him tearing and, shit up in Origin too. And and here's that thing: the, the the teams that have been good over the last couple of years, they completed a high percentage, they play up tempo football, and they play with an enthusiasm that lasts the 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Dogs did against Parramatta. They played up-tempo footy. They played it effectively and cleanly. And they kept it up. And Parramatta had zero fucking answers. Yep. They panicked. And they had no one to go to when they panicked. No resilience and no fight. And that speaks to the type of 
people and the type of players that Gutho and Moses are, in my opinion. Yep. No, no yep. fight. They like we say flat track bullies. They fuck. They can run downhill. No problem mm-hmm. whatsoever. But yeah. fucking give them some adversity, and they, they, they disappear. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, and it's it's just enjoyable to see. Yeah, fuck Mitch Moses. I mean, their fan, but their fan base just can't. They, there's, there's just there's just nothing you can say. <laughs> the, and the fact that we got the, that wonderful fucking Mitchell Moses gif that will live forever as he as he crosses the line under the sticks to score the try that will bring him back into the game somewhat, <laughs> and then he just gets fucking knocked out of his arms by Burton. Amazing. Oh my fucking god! I'm gonna fucking start. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat off to that one again before we uh, before this night is over. Uh, wait till we start recording and said goodbye on the Skype call because I don't no, I don't want to see I that don't. again. I don't want to see that again. I don't think I can. <clears throat> okay. All right, I guess I'll watch it then. This mongrel ain't going to go down by itself, <laughs> Um Josh, you said on one hand this screwed up everyone's tips and multis. On the other, King Nutho is crying in his pillow tonight. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> ben. Para have a blueprint to beat them now. All you need to do is get under the skin of Moses and Nutho early and they can't recover. Absolute melts and they will bottle it. Shanta Senior, he said, I felt embarrassed and overwhelmed with sadness, dreading to look at what position we would now occupy on the ladder. Sixth place is quite a come down from early season promise. Didn't help looking down the list, seeing the Panthers and Storm up the top, knowing we beat them both. Lamenting another promising season gone wrong, having to crawl back in my hole so many times, I was heartened to think, as bad as this season is going, we were still in front of Manly. Yeah, for now. It's one thing a Gregson can but do. But also, that was a crawl. Yeah, but that was a, that was a revelation. I did not realise that Shanta Senior was a Parramatta fan. Yeah, the fuck I just did ass- you not realise that? I, I just, I just, I just assumed he was a Penrith fan, I guess, and like hadn't been paying enough attention. But when he came straight out and, was, and said it on that thread, I was just like. Oh, what the fuck? Because well, then that puts him that puts him in that delinquent parent category of like a Glenn Blakely, of like well, again, you're kid, letting your kid go, let, let, you know, letting your kid slip away from the from the, the team away. of the family. It's it's a safe assumption. If if you look at you know a hundred people in the street and say you know do you all enjoy delicious barbecue, it's safe to say yes. You know, so it would be safe to assume that he was a Panthers fan. But within that fucking hundred smart people that enjoy delicious barbecue, bound to be a vegan. He's bound to be a fucking <laughs> vegan, Glenny. And so, there you go. Big Shunner is the, is the vegan vegan of, of, of the Shunner family. <laughs> <laughs> Much to the eternal shame of all the generations that have followed him. <laughs> so that's it on the on the socials for that one. That's it. I wish I wish we had some more fucking. I, I wanted to see, I wanted I wanted to see like twenty fucking Parramatta fans just like you know. Down the river, not across the stream, and toasters in baths, and like you know, it, the sort of stuff you hear Glenn come out with week in, week out. That's what I was really looking oh, forward to. Did it's like you took a drive by, went down, it was a cul de sac, drove back and shot me again. <laughs> well, on that note, that is it then, fellas. That That's is us. it for episode 471. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. Um, if you'd like to support the show, uh, feel free to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash twill nation. Uh, coming up to our first drop of merch for the uh, the top two tiers now. So looking forward to that. Um, I'm going to get all those details, hey, Glenny? Um, yeah, I'm all over, I know, it, mate. I know you're a busy man, but. Um, and oh, and people talking about the supporters packs. I'm basically putting them online after we finish recording the show. So I'm going to have them online tonight. So when you're listening to the show on uh, on Wednesday morning, you'll see them online. So uh, we'll put the link out there for you and uh, in the show notes for the episode. So you can get on there and uh, grab your supporter pack. Also doing a run of the hoodies as well. 
So uh, yeah, look up, look for those as well on uh, on thisweekinleague.com. And I just look for the link on shop and you'll see it there and they'll be up there tomorrow. So um, limited amount of supporter packs. There is a finite amount. Normally we can sort of make as many as we want and do a sort of a pre-order thing. This time there is a finite number because one of the components has already been completed. So um, yeah, first in, best dressed. Good luck. And thanks for the support as always. Do you fellas have anything else that you would like to add before we wrap it up? Fuck the toys. No. What did you say, Glenny? It was said, abusive. I said, fuck the Tigers. Oh, wow. Those pack of cunts. <laughs> Are you broken? Huh? You, you feel more broken now than you did after you got flogged by the doggies at the end of the year last year. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're just like more that. resigned it was, to it because it was later in the season. Yeah, but... it was the end of the season. I, this whole sack the coach thing has probably rattled me a little bit. It's, it's, I don't, I don't, I'm not here for it. I don't support it. But, and it's achieved fuck all. And so you wish Madge was still there, do you? Well, it's, it's not even really that. It's, it's just another, like I said before, it's just wishy washy, fucking weak ass leadership. Action that doesn't actually deliver any change. Yeah. But it's not like you haven't been here before. No, you're I mean, right. you have, You're here every 18 months with the Tigers. <laughs> I mean. Like this is essentially it's like oh fucking yay it's Easter again. You sound oh, like my, fuck. You sound like my wife. Why do you get? Why are you still so invested? Why do you get so cut when they lose? They lose a lot, babe. Fuck off. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> right. On that note. Glenny's going to go and have that toast bar. And, uh, and, uh, Fuck if he, that, that toaster is expensive. If he makes it out of there, then we'll, uh, we'll be re-upping and we'll do, an, do another episode tomorrow night for the round ahead. I'll be here. Excellent. See you then, boys. See ya. Okay. Later. Bye. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.